And I want you to remember them this week. And uh, a lot of them are gone tonight and stuff like that. But they're there. We're here. But one thing about God, he's there and he's here. So we're going to be here tonight. And uh, we're going to honor the Lord. And we're going to have a time of prayer and devotion. So at this time, if you would, please welcome Brother Mike Burton. Thank you, Pastor. Hey, man, God's good, isn't he? Praise the Lord. It's good to be in the house of the Lord this evening. Thank God that we're able to be here. Nice air conditioner, man. We're blessed. It's a little bit better than outside, ain't it? Hey, man, it's a good life living for the Lord. That's for darn sure. All right, let me tell you um, a little funny real quick. Man, aren't you glad that God's word is powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword? Man, it, it accomplishes things that just mind boggles me. And we're thankful for his word and everything that he does. But I want to tell you a little story. There was a, a woman that lived on a farm with her parents most of her life. And she was getting desperate to find her a fella. And uh, she was just an old farm girl. She had prayed many a prayer and, you know, nothing was ever happening. So one night she decided, I'm going to go out in the middle of the woods. And I'm going to pray and I'm going to pray and I'm going to pray. And so she went out there and she was just praying, oh, God, find me a fellow that is pleasing to you that uh, I just want a fellow, God. I'm just, I want to find a man. I'm just excited about wanting to. You know, somebody to make my heart pump peanut butter. And, uh, man, she was getting into it, and there was an old hoot owl in the distance. And, man, as she was praying, that hoot owl went, hoo, hoo, hoo. She said, anybody, Lord, anybody. <laughs> Did you get it, Brother Miller? <laughs> All right, I don't quit the day job. But anyways, God's good. If you would, turn your Bibles to Genesis chapter 1. I want to I talk about something just for a few minutes. I know that we're in prayer, and, and boy, Wednesday nights is so hard to condense and, and uh, to break down to try to get to pray, and I, I've got a lot to say, but I'll try to just, like Brother Miller and Brother Randy always said, they'll cut her short, so that's what I'm going to do. I'll do my best to cut it short, but I want to talk about the Spirit of God moving, and aren't you glad that God is moving in our land today? Man, I believe, there's a, I believe there's a movement of the Holy Spirit that's uh, moving throughout the land. And I still believe that he's always been here, but I believe that there's something special today that, that, the, that the, the Lord's doing. In Genesis, it says that in the beginning, God created and the Spirit of God moved. The Word of God tells us that God took something formless and empty and dark, and it was dark all over, the Bible says, and he began to do something with it. And the dark was very deep. And the Holy Spirit moved on the vast of nothingness. That there was nothing that when God looked at it, and it was just a vast move of darkness. But there was something about the Holy Spirit that just began to move upon it. Can I tell you, when, when the Holy Spirit is moving, something's going to happen. 
Man, I'm glad that the Holy Ghost, he told the, when the angels looked down at, 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 uh, at the disciples, he said, why stand you here gazing? That same Jesus that you see is going away. He's gonna come back in like manner, but I'm going to, Jesus said before all of that, he said, but I will send you another comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. And he said, I'll lead and I'll guide, direct you in all truth tonight. So there's something about the movement of the Holy Spirit. My friends, can I tell you that every, even in the beginning, God is, and full of the Holy Spirit, there's always action. Anytime God moves, there's something new that's beginning. And I believe that we live in this 21st century today, and I believe that we're living in a time where there's new beginnings. I believe there's something new that's upon the horizon that's taking place. Places our old paths that we walked back 10 years ago, five years ago are no longer there. But I believe that we're walking in the new beginning of the Holy Spirit, beginning to do new things. And he put us smack dab in the middle of it. We are chosen for such a time as this. Hallelujah, that ought to make us excited to know that I'm living in the 21st century and there's a new beginning and the Holy Spirit is gonna use me to work through. It's pretty phenomenal when you think about it. We must understand that every move of God, the Holy Spirit must be active. My friend, we can't do nothing without him tonight. The Bible tells us that in the beginning of God created and in the very atmosphere of God's creativity, the Holy Spirit was hovering, he was moving, he was brought in across the face of the earth. See, I believe the Spirit of God was moving. We serve a God of change, progress, and action tonight. I believe that we serve a God that wants things to happen constantly. I believe that we got a God that is never tired, never slumbers, never sleeps. I believe we got a God that's constantly doing new things. And he's looking for a people that will believe that, that I'm doing something new today. What I did five years ago is done, but today's a new day. We're living in the last of the last of the last of the last days. And I believe that the Bible said that he's fixing to pour out the spirit of God upon the earth like never before. And we're a part of the action of what God is fixing to do. We must be willing to leave the comfort zone. We gotta uh, uh, really believe tonight that the things that used to be comfortable to us is not comfortable anymore. Uh, the things that we live in today is not so uh, easy, but Jesus said, I prepared a mankind just for you. Uh, I prepared this thing uh, because I know you was gonna be here. The things that you gotta face, uh, the things that you gotta go through. Can I tell you that I've got my spirit uh, and he's hovering over the palace of praise. I, I, I'm a firm believer that tonight uh, in the house of the sanctuary of the Lord, I, I believe that the angels of God, the Holy Spirit is hovering over this place and there's a, a brushing of a fire uh, of a mighty wind that wants to blow through the house of the Lord because I believe that the Holy Spirit wants to do something new uh, because things are changing in our world. The Bible tells us that in the beginning God created uh, the the Holy Spirit was moving. Can I tell you that he's constantly creating new things to take place? I believe it tonight. I believe that he's, he's creating and he's, he's constantly moving and constantly doing something. He said in the beginning in Genesis, he said, uh, I created man in my own image <laughs> and God created him male and female. He created them. God blessed them and he put them in the garden and he let them stay in the garden. He created that garden just for them uh, and over every creature uh, and everything that moved upon the ground, God uh, 
had for Adam and Eve. He gave it to them. He dressed it. He put them there in the garden. The Holy Spirit had everything planned and set out for them. Now the Lord had planted the garden in the east in Eden, and there he put man and he formed them. In Genesis 2 and 15, the Lord looked God looked at that man and put him in the garden to work it and to take care of it. Can I tell you that God created us uh, to take care of the business and the work of God. Uh, that he made us, you and I tonight, uh, to dress his garden that he's got here upon earth. I believe tonight that God has always had a plan uh, uh, for the environment for mankind if, and it came in the very mouth of the Holy Spirit as he hovered, as he moved upon nothing and created all things. The very place that man must be is in the midst of God's creativity. I believe tonight the palace is in the midst of God's creativity for this 21st century. And he's put you here for a purpose. He's put me here for a purpose. He's got a plan and I'm fixing to watch the gates of heaven bust open. I'm fixing to see the gates of hell be destroyed because greater is he that's in us uh, than he that's in the world. Uh, God created you and I for a plan and for a purpose uh, and we're fixing to see God move like we've never done before. Ah, uh, when brother, uh, uh, the brothers was here the other day and they spoke at the men's rally, uh, I begin to get stirred in my spirit. Ah, uh, uh, then the other man preached on Sunday night, uh, brought the house down Sunday morning and Sunday night, uh, talked about what God did over in Africa and I tell you tonight, the things that was over there is going to come over here. We're going to see things, the world's going to be changed by the power and the anointing of God because I believe that God's fixing to create an atmosphere for deliverance, for healing, for salvation, for everything to take place in the church of God. See, I believe that God's doing it. I believe he's fixing to do it. I believe that he's on a roll tonight. I, I believe that the things that uh, uh, we've seen happen over the last two or three years, uh, last three and a half years, uh, can I tell you that they, 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 they made a mess of things over the last three and a half years. Uh, well, can I tell you tonight that Jesus uh, went into the town and started preaching at the age of 30 and for three and a half years, uh, he turned the world upside down. Uh, I believe tonight that God says, okay, it's time for the church to take a few years before we get lifted out of this place and turn the world upside down for the gospel. Many times the disciples did not know what to make of Jesus. When he walked on the water in the midst of the storm, they said he's a spirit. When he walked on the water, they said he was a spirit. When he ate with them on the shore, they said he was a man. Simply when he decided to, excuse me, simply when we decided to walk with Jesus and really follow him, we had better get ready to have all the main circuits blown in our lives because the old man that we was is gonna to be totally changed and transformed because we're gonna see things that's happening in the spirit realm. Joel 2 and 23 and 25 says, be glad ye, O children of Zion. Rejoice in the Lord your God for he hath given the former rain, the moderate rain, and he has caused to come down for you the rain, the former rain, the latter 
bitter rain in the first month and the floor shall be full of weed and the vast shall overflow with wine and oil. I will restore unto you the years the locusts have eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar, the palm worm, my great army which I send among you. I want to tell you tonight, church, that the Holy Spirit is moving. Here's an ideal refreshing. Let the rain of the Spirit of God fall upon the land that we're living in. Allow the floors of the wheat to overflow for our lives. Let the wine and the oil and the pitcher of the harvest, let it come. This is not all God's plan that involves, but there's a lot of other things. I will restore unto you what the locusts and the canker worm and the, and the palm worm had eaten. The four stages of the locusts. Notice that there are stages in the, that destroyed different parts of the plant. The first stage, the locust eats the fruit. The second stage, the locust eats the foliage of the leaves, destroying the beauty of it, of the plant. The very look of life, the very life system of the plant. The leaves that allow the plant to grow and produce life. The third stage, the locust eats away the very branch. This, my friend, impacts the very framework of the plant. It alters the plant structure. Ah, the fourth stage is the locust eats the root of the plant. I'm telling you, it's a very picture of how the enemy has bombarded our lives and tried to take away from us what God said is already ours. The enemy will destroy the fruit of our lives. He will destroy life in us. I know people that he's already come and took the life that God had given them plumb out of them. He's come to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus said, I come to give you life and that more abundantly. What they've tried to steal from you, he said, I'll give it back to you. What they've tried to take, I'll give it to you. Our leaves, they destroyed the life in us, our leaves, if you will, and therefore destroyed the ability uh, for us to produce fruit. Then he works on our frame, our very structure of our relationship. Uh, and finally, he attacks our very core of the root of the personality and the spiritualness of our walk with God. His job is to destroy the very fruit of our lives. Uh, he wants to destroy marriages. Uh, he wants to destroy homes. Uh, he wants to destroy youth. Uh, he wants to destroy teenagers. He wants to destroy anything that he can get his hands on and try to do away with it. And I'm telling you, church, we live in this time and day and age. I'm telling you, one of the biggest things that's been destroyed in America today is our youth and our homes. The very attack right now is upon our children, whether they're four or five or six years old. The enemy's out to destroy them, warp their brains, and mess them up. But I come to tell you, hold on. God's got something planned. I'm telling you, we, 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 we serve a God that's moving by the Holy Spirit upon the planet of the earth and I don't know about you, but we're a part of the church. How greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. All power and all authority I've given unto you. If he gave it to Jesus, Jesus said, I'll pass it down to you. God declares <laughs> I made up my mind a long time ago. There ain't no devil going to get my family. Listen to me. Ain't no devil going to take my children. Huh. Oh, God told me in my word, if I be faithful, in his word, if I be faithful, he'll save my whole household. Has it been rocky? You bet you it has. Huh. But that's the devil. 
I'm telling you today, he's a destroyer. He's a destroyer. You see, God has provided us a place for us. God's prepared a place and provided a place for us. Listen, Adam and Eve messed it up first time. Adam and Eve messed it up first time, but, but God's got a different plan this time. You see, God's provided. He's provided. God is restoring the church as well as individuals' lives. God says the Holy Spirit in this day is going to be moving. We talk about, and Joel, when the last days I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your men shall dream. Your men and old women shall dream dreams and all this good stuff. But that wasn't where the prophecy started. He talked about the canker, the locust, and the canker worm, and different things in the book of Job. I mean, not the book of Job, but the book of Job. He talked about something happening after that. But then he come back after that. He said, "I'm going to pour out my spirit." But then he said, "I'm going to restore unto you." He's talking about the church. He's going to restore something back to us. I'm going to pour out my spirit. The time of refreshing. But it's, but it's not over until Jesus said it's over. But this is not all. I'm going to restore the years that's been wiped away from you. Can I tell you tonight, God's talking to the church. He said, I'm gonna restore everything that you lost. I'm gonna restore things that, that the enemy come and robbed from you. If he thought that he stole 10 years from you in your addiction or your drugs or your alcohol or you're running around or whatever Jesus said, being you come back and let me refresh you and let the Holy Spirit hover over you, I'm gonna restore everything. What the enemy meant for evil, God said, I'm going to turn it around for your good. Come on, somebody give the Lord a good hand clap of praise. I'm telling you, Jesus is talking about you. He's talking about me, what he's given us and what he's going to give us back tonight. The years in the very context of the passages that God promises to bless Israel in such a great way, in such a creative way that they lost the harvest that was eaten by the locusts. He said, I'll restore by a supernatural powerful touch and the hand of God in the very season of reaping, he said. The book of Job is much, much more than the promises of a natural rain and a natural harvest. No, no, this passage is blessed in scriptures. God's promise to do his very quick work. Somebody better lay claim that God's gonna do a quick work in your life. I tell you that in the end, the time work is done, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, God has made this time available to you. We are the end time harvest. It's incredible. It's un unbelievable. In man's eyes, rest restoration of the impossible uh, to, for it to take place. But in God's eyes, the impossible can happen any moment tonight. See, I believe that God uh, operates in the supernatural power. I believe sometimes we think it's gonna be this way. It's been this way for 15 years. It's not gonna change. Well, can I tell you that God's a never-changing God? He's a never-changing God. 
How there's some that's stepping out in the troubling of the waters. I believe, as Randy preached Sunday night, the waters that come and the movement of the Holy Spirit. Can I tell you, there's a movement that's taking place. And it's the anointing of God resting upon his people. We're not the same as we was a few years ago, church. We're living in different times than what we lived a few years ago. We're living in total different times. The enemy's come and tried to discourage the church, but the only thing he's done is made the church pray. Hallelujah. He's tried to take away from the church, but the only thing he's done is made us pray and intercede harder. He's made us get a hold of the horns of the altar and pray that God would intercede. Even when the church felt like God wasn't going to do nothing, we didn't know what to do but pray. We didn't know what to say but pray. We didn't know how to act but pray. Because that's all we know to do. We know that we're not fighting flesh and blood, but we're fighting spiritual weaknesses in high places. We're pulling down strongholds. And all of a sudden, Brother Millard says, I'm going to call a prayer meeting for us. The girl said, I'm going to call a prayer meeting. Tuesday's been going on, and all of a sudden, I begin to feel myself praying like I've never prayed in a long time. I just feel the freshness of the Holy Ghost hovering over me and the wind of the anointing of God saturating. I'm telling you tonight, church, that God's moving in the midst of his church. We may not see everything that we want to see, but I can tell you more's coming. More's coming. Ah, look at somebody and said, ah, it's coming to me. I'm believing that Jesus said it's coming to me. I'm laying claim to it. I'm laying claim to it. I'm telling you, I'm not going to bow. I'm not going to bend. I'm going to stand. Doesn't matter what the world does or how they act. Doesn't matter what happens in our society. I'm still going to claim on and hold on to Jesus. I'm believing for revival like never before. I believe there's pockets right now that's happening. I believe there's things right now that's happening. Uh, But let me tell you, church, I just believe, I believe with every ounce in my spirit tonight, I was once confused about, God, what's happening in our world, what's happening in our society. God, why are we sinning? Is this what it is? Is it a judgment upon America? I mean, I've asked God so many questions in the last three and a half years. I think he said, listen, Mike, shut her up. I've come to really believe that we are in the end time movement and that we are a part of the end time movement. I'm at that point now where I don't believe I have to go by the way of the grave. I believe I can go by the way of the rapture. I really truly believe that. I believe that, you know, even, even as... Brother Marvin's older than dirt. He can still go by the rapture. (laughs) Just kidding, brother. (laughs) But I'm believing that God is moving in the midst of the body of Christ tonight. And I feel it in the church here. I feel there's an expectation and there's a a hovering of the Holy Spirit over us. And I I believe that God is building it up to something mighty. Brother Randy said it the other day about, sorry, Brother Randy, I keep using you in this thing, but when he said that, you know, the four, they've been prophesied and I hadn't got to be in everything, but, but, you know, they prophesied that north, south, east, and west. 
<clears throat> I believe that something's fixing to happen in the spiritual realm. See, I believe tonight that we step into God's creativity atmosphere tonight. I believe that we're stepping into the atmosphere of God. And all I can tell you is it's going to be a wet one. Huh. I believe it's just going to be a wet one. Because I believe that Brother, <laughs> brother Ann didn't realize it tonight when he said it. But he said, let it rain, brother. And I was thinking about in my message that I got parts that said, let it rain. It's going to be a wet one when God does what he's going to do. And I believe right now he's getting the church prepared and prepped for it. And I don't, I don't, I don't underestimate the ability and what God's getting, do, getting ready to do. He's already done great things. He's just getting ready to do greater things. In the storm, in the refreshing one, in the storm, when it comes, God says, I'll take it away. Tonight, I want to... I want to let you know that there's a supernatural Holy Spirit in the presence in the very place that we worship in every week. Remember, in the beginning, God created. In the beginning, God created and the Spirit moved. We must have a new beginning as a constant in our lives. There must be a refreshing and a new one every day in our lives because God's always on the move. God's always constantly doing things. God never stops. He's constantly busy doing something in our lives. In, in this very place that the Holy Spirit moves, I believe that in God's present, God is creating something in every service. Brother Miller preaches on Sunday morning. I believe that there's a created atmosphere of a new beginning that's in our sanctuary on that Sunday morning. New things are happening. New things are taking place. If you need a savior in this place, all I say is let it rain. If you need a healing in this place, then all I can say is let it rain. And if you need deliverance in this place, I say let it rain. If you need baptized in water and the Holy Spirit in this place, let it rain. If you want to step into new beginnings in this place, I say let it rain. If you need to stand for your family, I say let it rain. If you need to stand for your friends, I say let it rain. If we need to stand for our city, I say let it pour. Because God's in this place and the Holy Spirit is hovering over this place. Listen, wherever I go, the Holy Spirit's with me. Somebody said, do you need to take the Holy Spirit to Walmart? I said, I need to take him to the mailbox. He needs to be everywhere with me. There's something real about the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I didn't come to leave you guys comforted. I didn't leave to leave you comfortless. But I come and I left so that the Holy Spirit would come and hover over the place of God. And everywhere my foot trods and everywhere my footsteps, I believe the Holy Spirit is present. A thousand could fall at my side, 10,000 at my right hand. But the Bible said, it shall not come nigh unto me. Why? The Holy Spirit is hovering over me. He's hovering over you. Woo, that ought to hair lip the devil. He don't like it, but it's the truth tonight. I'm not walking alone. This church ain't walking alone. These men don't pay the building of the church. The Holy Spirit does. It's impossible for them to take on the load that's there. It's impossible to pay the bills that we pay without there being a Holy Spirit. 
There's got to be a Holy Ghost in your life for you to make it. Woo! Man, what a God we serve. What a Holy Spirit that comes and takes time out of his busy schedule and says there's a need in Mike Burton's life. I'm just gonna allow my presence of that anointing, that Shekinah glory, uh, hover over him tonight. Woo! I don't believe it's fake. I know it's real tonight. Listen, I don't walk in danger. I don't walk in darkness. And when I go into darkness, light begins to spring forth. Not because of me. It's because of who I'm bringing with me. I don't fear what man shall do. I don't care what man will do. Don't care what man says. As long as the Holy Spirit's with me, all's going to be well. Uh, He or she that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. He said they shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. What time I'm afraid I will trust in the Lord. I'm telling you tonight that God's on your side and our side. He's suited us up. He's armored us up. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. There's no weapon formed against me that can prosper. You and I, church, are full of the presence of the Almighty God. He lives within the church. I say if he lives here, then let's just let him let it rain what you have need of let it rain upon you he's your God he said I'm not withhold anything good from them that love me I'm telling you he's the lover of your soul so let it rain Woo! let it rain in your lives he's for you not against you he's for the church not against us I'm telling you tonight church we're a mighty army we're a mighty army tonight we just don't realize how powerful we are in that name I'm trying to tell you something tonight I believe we're living in that day where Jesus said it's in the midnight hour And he said, I'm going to come. They think I'm sitting back somewhere. Don't know what's happening in the world, but I've got a plan, he says. He said, they think I'm just sitting there and watching everything happen, and I don't care. Let Let the enemy keep looking like he's winning. He ain't won nothing tonight, church. He's not a winner. He's a loser. He's a loser. Ah, it's this darkness that looks like it's rough, but I'm telling you, you and I, greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. One could chase a thousand, two could chase 10,000. He said, we're three of you, or two or three of you are gathered in my name. He said, I'm in the midst. He said, if you need something, call a couple people together. You agree in unity. And he said, what you pray for shall be done. Can I tell you tonight that that God is talking about his church he's talking about you and I he said that we can have anything in his name we just got to walk in it stand with me tonight or I'll keep it going he said he said whatever you have need of just ask and you'll receive it boy that's too simple Mike yeah it is pretty darn simple Ah, he just said, ask in my name and it shall be done. Ah, There's no weapon formed against you, he said, that's ever gonna prosper. 
He said that when the enemy comes like a, in like a flood, I'll raise up a standard against him. There's something about the blood tonight, church, that the enemy cannot cross that bloodline. I'm covered by his blood. I'm covered by his blood. Can I tell you tonight that, that Jesus wants his church to, listen, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not here tonight just to uh, act like I'm giving a new message that you've never heard, you've heard it all before. But I'm here tonight to stir up by your way of remembrance uh, that who you are in Christ. Uh, we pray every week, we pray every Wednesday. Brother Randy and Brother Miller has designated this to be a prayer night and we, we constantly pray. And tonight, all I want you to do, whatever need that you have, what you've been praying about, I just want you to come up and let's have gather around here and have a moment of prayer. But as you come, I want you to walk into that thing that you're believing God for. I want you to just come walking into it. God's already given to you. He just says, I need some men. I need some women that will just walk into it and accept it, that it's mine, that it's theirs, that I have given it to them. No matter what it is, it's not too big. It's not too hard. It's not too small. It's not, not nothing that God says I won't give to you. I, I've given you power, he said. I've given you authority, he said. All of it, I've given it to you. He said, just walk in it tonight. Just accept it. Just accept it. What you've lost in the past, I'm believing. I'm giving it to you tonight in this very moment that we exist together. Father, I pray for this body tonight, God. I pray for us as we come together, Lord. And God, as we've gathered in this place of worship, God, we're praying, God, as the Spirit of God has moved and is moving in this place, day in and day out week after week day after day God we're, we're praying tonight God that, that us as, as your people.